the college football experience week two DFS picks for Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning and Saturday night episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by the SGPN free roll football contest. Join our free season long pick them for a chance to win $3,000 and a super bowl autographed SGP helmet. Sign up at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. And remember as always folks to let it ride. We're also brought to you by game time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the game time app. Use that promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy. Play the underdog pick them in college or NFL and win up to 20 times the amount of money you enter in in one game. All right. Use the promo code SGPN at underdog fantasy for hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use that promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Yes, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Saturday morning, Saturday night. Oh, what a time to be alive. The season is in full swing and I'm excited to talk all about it. Perhaps you are wondering just who the hell you're listening to. And that's fair. My name is Colby swinging database dead, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Mm. Yes, folks, the season is here. Wearing some merch for basketball. Don't worry, I host the college basketball experience as well, but hey. Get on over to the SGP merch store. We got deals. Got a new dog bowl. You do it. All right? We all love dogs, whether you're betting on them or you love the, you know, just a good old, I got a dog. I got Muddy Waters out there in the universe. Part Husky, part Shepherd. All right? So get yourself a nice SGP and dog bowl. Compliment your both dogs, all right? The dog that you're, you're, you're riding on Saturday or Sunday. And also for your dog, your furry little creature at home. Let's go. I am joined by my co-host, the DFS God himself. I'm sure he's going to be touting about a couple wins from a 
from uh, the past weekend, but uh, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew making tobacco road living the free lock giving former former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? I'll give you a little little music. Love it. Let's go. There we go. Uh, man, here we go. We got a loaded slate. We got a loaded slate Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday night. Four slates for DFS. We're going to try to squeeze it all in to this episode. But first, I wanted to touch base on a couple of games we left off last night. Uh, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, we were we were up against the time. We were running through games. We were running through games. And a couple of UConn fans hit me up and said, why are you not covering the UConn Huskies <laughs> as they head down to Atlanta Center Park Stadium where Terry Pendleton used to hit dingers? Uh, this, this is, you, look, you're a Sunbelt guy. Georgia State's laying three. Laying three in this one. I, I think wrong team favorite. I think you got to ride UConn outright. Jim Moore has got this program headed in the right direction. They cover against NC State. They look, uh, they got my guy, Joe Fagnano at the quarterback spot. This guy's, uh, you know, he struggled a little bit against that Wolfpack defense, <laughs> but Hey, he that, the Wolfpack defense elite in the secondary and they have a very good defensive line. So I think they bounce back. We saw Kasim Hill throw for a ton of yards against Georgia state. What are you doing here, man? I was okay. Not talking about this game last night. Cause it's, I don't feel confident, confident about it at all. Georgia state's offense is pretty good. They're going to put up some yardage, put up some points. Their defense is awful. The question is, can UConn take advantage of that poor defense? Because they have question marks on their offensive side of the ball as well. Ultimately, I'm on the same side as you. I took the points. I went UConn. I think uh, it's a 50-50 game, and it's not like Georgia State has a good home field environment. So really no ad no advantage there. So uh, yeah, let's go UConn Huskies. Let's ride those Huskies. Shout out. You see, yeah, I mean, I own a Husky. Let's go. We got to keep riding the Huskies. Uh, let's, let's jump over. There's a few games we didn't touch base on man. And, uh, I, I feel like the fans, they demand, we answer every game, every game, every game. And we got the paint bucket bowl going on. They've been playing this matchup since 1914, baby. All right. The How can we forget the paint, bucket the paint bowl. bucket bowl, baby, Memphis Tigers, Arkansas state. They're about 45 minutes apart. Jonesboro, Arkansas. To uh to Memphis, this one though at it at Center Park or whatever the no no I'm sorry at Centennial Bank whatever they're calling that corporate bullshit in uh, Jonesboro these days, uh, it's no longer a dry county. They do have an open bar. Shout out to things uh, are only up yeah, and up, especially in Arkansas. Uh, Twenty one and a half is the spread. I struggled with this one because I think they looked terrible a year ago. I mean a week ago and uh, and. 21 and a half. It's a rivalry game. Yeah, give me the points, I guess. What are you doing here? Uh, it's funny you mentioned a year ago because these teams did play a year ago in Memphis, and that score was 44 to 32 with the Memphis Tigers kind of eking out that win here. So I do think it's too many points, regardless of how bad Arkansas State looked against Oklahoma last weekend. It's at home. I think they can do enough to, uh, to lose by 17 to 20 or so. There we go. There we go. And then look, I'm really excited about this matchup. Uh, Jacksonville state, rich Rodriguez, two and oh, Zion Webb, seventh year quarterback transfer from Clemson heading to uh, Conway, South Carolina, where Jackson state actually 
I believe in coastal's first year in the FBS, or maybe it was their last year in the FCS. They uh, they've played one time and they went down to uh, Jacksonville, Alabama and took an L uh, can the Gamecocks go two and oh against, against your, your uh, dirty birds, AKA big bird and Grayson McCall uh, coastal's laying 14 points. I think this is a pretty ridiculous line. Uh, I will take the 14 points and I actually think we should probably bet this. What are we doing here? I'm betting it. I'm going to lock up Jacksonville I'll state. I was you. surprised. Yeah, two touchdowns. Come yeah, on, man. Too much, too much. Lock up the Gamecocks getting 14 Brooks stadium. Double lock. Yes. Gotta love this Conway, South Carolina. Shout out to their NIL collective because it's uh, basically all ran by the guy that created Hooters. Um, <laughs> we enjoy that. Um, but uh, okay. Uh, a couple other ones that I wanted to, to note. And I thought we uh, Biff Pogey returns, former high school coach in, in uh, Maryland returns to uh, to college park in the great state of Maryland. Uh, they're catching 24 and a half. I'm going to ride uh, with the 49ers here. I think their defense may be able to lock down Maryland enough to cover this one. Don't feel great about it. Not betting it personally, but I'll take, I'll take the clits plus uh, 24 and a half. What are you doing here? Well, you're certainly higher on the clits than me. I, I'm on Maryland here. I'm going to lay the points. I just think they're clearly the superior team, plus they're at home. I didn't see enough good things from Charlotte last weekend. I'm going to lay the big number. Wow. Okay. Temple, Rutgers, old Big East matchup. Old Big East matchup. We like to see this back on the, on the schedule. Uh, Rutgers laying nine in Piscataway against EJ Warner, son of Kurt Warner, Stan Drayton. They, they battled back. They were down big to the Akron zips. They battle back and get the dub. Can they go? One of these teams is going to be two and out and it's going to be a good storyline moving into week three. <laughs> I'll take the points, but I think Rutgers may get the win. What are you doing here? Yeah, that was my lean as well. If I'm not mistaken, these teams played last year and Rutgers won 16 to 14. I think Temple's offense is light years better than they were on Saturday, September 17th, 2022. So I think they have enough to cover, you know, anything more than a touchdown. Give me the dog. Let's go. Uh, all right. Look, we got a couple other games I want to hit on that are, that are noteworthy for this weekend. Um, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience uh, week two DFS show uh, is brought to you by our free roll football contest. People have you signed up yet uh, for our free season log NFL pickup contest? What are you doing? Season, uh, the, the lions and, and chiefs are kicking off in a couple hours here, folks, a thousand dollar place for first place, $500 for second place. But get this. If you're a Patreon member, which <clears throat> you should be uh, $2,000 for that winner, a thousand dollars for second place. Just saying makes a lot of sense. Uh, you'll, and plus also, if you're a Patreon member uh, and you win that free roll football contest, you'll get an autographed full-size sports gambling podcast helmet, which includes the signatures of, of one Joe Theismann, you know, the last, the last real quarterback in America, uh, Bill Romanowski. All right. Pac-Man Jones, John, the spider, Sally, Eric Metcalf, LeGarrette Blunt. That's a lot. That's a lot right there. Got some Super Bowl champs. All scattered through there. Uh, sign up link is at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to get your chance to double your prizes and win weekly Patreon picks or pickums, I should say. 
We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? Crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. Starting tonight, baby. All right, because the NFL is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL game. $5. What do you got going? All right? Even if you're dead broke, you know, ask old grandma for some milk money. You go out to get them. Ah, oh, they're out of milk. <laughs> Throw that thing on there. You're going to get 200 in return. You'll be betting for the next couple days. Let's go. All right, what a deal. DraftKings is hooking everybody up with uh, game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single, day, every single game day this September. Think about that. A lot of game days, too. Uh, check the app to see what you get. Um, I can tell you. I mean, it seems like everyone's on the over in that game tonight, but uh, no, now that, uh, that that line's moving up, I guess I'll go under. Let's go. Download the app now. Use the uh, the promo code SGP to sign up. New customers can take can take up two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly just for betting five dollars, as I alluded to. Uh, that's promo code SGP only on the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours, people. Uh, gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. And state responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also brought to you by the Game Time app. Look, I tell this story often. I've told it on this very show. I was once doing stand-up in the great state of Montana. I'm in Montana, and I'm in Missoula, great little town. And, you know, I kept up with FCS football, and I realized that they're playing Eastern Washington. It was a top-10 matchup in the FCS. And damn if everybody in the whole town wasn't talking about this thing on, like, Monday or Tuesday. And I didn't have a ticket. It was a hard it was a hard ticket to get, man. I mean, I was asking people at the bar, hey, I'll buy a shot. Give me a who you got a guy. You got a guy. Let me get you a ticket. Uh, but I mean, I was really struggling last second. I ended up, you know, finding someone that paid cash, paid way more than I should have paid for that ticket. And I went and experienced what the beauty of college football it was a fantastic game, but you know, it was stressful, right? Well, it shouldn't be that stressful. When you're, when you're getting tickets to your favorite event, all right? So that's why you get the Game Time app. They got, and, and here's what's great, too. It's not only sports, music, comedy, theater, whatever, all near you uh, with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, which I'll talk about in a second. Uh, you can stop stressing over the ticket and start getting hyped for the event that you'll be at. See, I'd rather, I, I should have just been in the, the tailgates doing Jaeger bombs. Instead, I was stressing out uh, over, over getting into, uh, you know, Washington Grizzly Stadium. Anyway. My point is, forget planning months in advance because what's that ever gotten anybody? All right, uh, g- game time has 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 deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and that's what's fantastic. Right, you don't need to stress. And they have the game time guarantee, which is absolutely fantastic. It means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. What a deal! Uh, so snag the tickets without the stress with the game time app. Download the game time app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off. They're just going to give you. A t- 20 smackaroos, you can, you can use that for some Jaeger bombs. Uh, anyway, terms apply. Once again, promo code CFBX, $20 off. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, we are back on the college football experience. And we've got a couple other games, I think, uh, worth, worth noting here, NC Nick, as, uh, as, as we, we, we go into, you know. There's still more? There's, there's a couple bangers, in my opinion. There's a couple like real, real big bangers. I'm going to just highlight one awesome FCS game. 
Montana State is heading to, to Brookings, South Dakota, to the Dyke House uh, to take on South Dakota State. This is a fantastic game. This is two teams that, if you put them in the FBS, would be bowl teams year one, right? This line, I'm seeing it currently at South Dakota State minus a touchdown. Uh, reigning FCS national champions. And this game is probably the, the best non-con game in all of the FCS season. Uh, meanwhile, Montana State, you know, they go to the final four of the F, uh, FCS playoffs, I feel like, every year. So this is a fantastic game. I'm going to lay the points. Mark Granowski back at the quarterback spot. But, man, this is a game we should have went to, man. What are, you, what are you doing here? It does sound like a great game. I want to take the points. I've told you I'm a Montana State guy. I'm a Bobcat fan. You just talked about your time in Missoula. You might be a fan of that hippie town in the mountains of Montana, <laughs> but the real people in Montana are Montana State Bobcat fans, and that's who I back. And you know what? The new head coach at South Dakota State, I'm going to go Montana State with the points, and I think they're a live dog. Wow, there we go. Uh, a couple other ones. Idaho, the Vandals, really good FCS playoff team a year ago. Probably would have won the, the first round of the playoffs had they not decided to, instead of playing that home game, they decided to play on the road because of that tragedy that happened in Moscow out of Idaho. They got a star quarterback, Giovanni McCoy, who's a stud. who was just a freshman a year ago. They head to Reno, Nevada to take on Ken Wilson, former Mike Leach assistant and the uh, Nevada Wolfpack. Nevada coming off a, a royal ass whooping uh, from USC. Uh, N Nevada is laying... Uh, I think four points here. I think wrong team favored, man. I think you got to go Vandals. I think Vandals are going to get it done. Nevada lost to Incarnate Word a season ago. I, I get it. Ken Wilson. I do think this year's roster is better than last year's and they get what he's doing offensively and defensively better this year, but I still think Idaho's the better team. What are you doing here? Yeah, better doesn't mean it's anywhere close to good. And Idaho is a good team in the FCS. That's my side as well. I'm with you. Another one that I think is a live dog is Florida A&M. Just put a whooping on Jackson State in the, the Orange Blossom Classic last Sunday in Miami, Florida. They head to Tampa, Raymond James Stadium. One of these. Look, they, they're probably going to have the home crowd because this is one of those stupid games where, you know, I mean, not stupid games because this is South Florida where they play at home, but they're not anywhere near their home campus. So, uh, South Florida's laying 17. What am I missing here? I, I think you ride the 17 and the Rattlers. Jeremy Musa, the former Vanderbilt quarterback starting for uh, Florida a and I, I, I think they're a live dog. I mean, I, I, 17 points, sign me up all day. What are you doing here? Yeah, they have, yeah, Florida, um, they, they really came on our radar last year when they played UNC closer than expected. Florida A&M, that is, of course, obviously. So uh, I'm with you. I'm going to go another dog. We're, we're, we're agreeing too much. I'm sure once we get to the DFS section, it'll uh, differ some more. Yeah, and three games left. Three games left that I'm going to key in on. F folks, and if you, you're, you're late to catching in, you can always check out our picks page with all of our picks. Uh, get the SGP and app free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. Furman is a top 10 FCS school. They head to Columbia, South Carolina. Obviously, Spencer Rattler and the Gamecocks coming off of a, a beatdown by the Tar Heels. Uh, Carolina's laying 21. This is a little brother angle because Furman is also located in the great state of uh, South Carolina. I still think Gamecocks bounce back, though. I'm going to lay the 21 because I wasn't impressed. I, I thought coming into the year, I was very, very high on Furman. I was not impressed with that first game against Tennessee Tech, the Golden Eagles, so I will lay the 21. What are you doing here, NC Nick? 
Uh, again, I agree. I think this is a spot where you would look to fade South Carolina if they won in week one over UNC, but they didn't look good against the Tar Heels. So I think they're they're laser focused on the next game at hand. And I think uh, Furman is going to take a beating here. Uh, then you have, then you have to me, uh, interesting matchup here. Idaho state played San Diego state really tough in Cody Hawkins first game, former Bu- Colorado Buffalo quarterback, son of Dan Hawkins. Um, they, they only lost by eight at the snapper. They were in that game. Impressive first performance for a, a team that was terrible over the past, like two or three years. Uh, they head to Logan, Utah. And this, this is a game that I'm intrigued by because, you know, you look at what Utah State, now Utah State was was more impressive than I thought in Iowa City. Uh, Cooper Lagasse, their starting quarterback, but this is this one, and by the way, they've been playing this game since 1904, but Idaho State hasn't won since 2000. So, hmm. big, big thing there, but the line, Utah State laying 24 and a half. I'm going to go with the Bengals plus the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, we saw Utah State lose to an FCS opponent last year in Weber Weber State, thirty-five to seven. I mean, they got they, they didn't just lose to an FCS opponent; they got beat down. So um, obviously, they won't be overlooking the FCS opponent this year, but I still think it's too many points. Give me the dog. Yeah, and then the final matchup is uh, the Great Danes of Albany. Oh man, making a trip, making a trip to the island where, as you folks know. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable travel schedule here, but now Albany head coach might have cost a little, or might have uh, caught a little, a uh, little bit of the the Rona, because Greg Gattuso, Gattuso might be, I don't know. Um, he is not available to coach. Not making the trip. Might have got that little that Rona. And uh, did he get it from you? Were you guys hanging out? Yeah. Were you were you were you him and Big Poff hanging out? You know it. I was like, Poff, dude, you got to come to Vegas. All right, it's on the way to Hawaii. Let's go. Reese Poffenberger, former CAA Freshman of the Year. He's been lighting it up. Ask Marshall fans. They he, they put a scare in the Marshall Thundering herd. They head to the island where uh, you know Timmy Chang looking for the first win of the season. Hawaii is only laying six. I, I'm going to go ahead and lock up the Rainbow Warriors. This will be the first one of the season. They get it done. Shager bombs, the quarterback for the Rainbow Warriors, those for 300. But watch out for Big Poff. The far trip, though, man. What are you doing here? Yeah, that's that travel is, is a bear. And you know what? I've locked up Albany two weeks in a row, so they've they've done well for me. They're making me money, but I think this is the spot where you jump off of them. I'm not going to lock it up though because I am such a big fan of Reese Poffenberger, Big Poff. But I, yeah, I agree. I think you have to take Hawaii less than a touchdown. All right, folks. Now it's we switch over to the DFS portion of the show. Once again, all of our picks available on the SGPN app. But before we get there, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. All right. You can enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame of Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool, you know, to get hit rates broke broken down by leg, leg by leg, essentially, as well as uh, an expected probability for the entire parlay. 
Sort our pl all, sort all players by uh, by hit rates for any bet and learn which players are hot and you know which picks are potentially value picks. Um, stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bet app or visit hofbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets, baby. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy has a way to uh, play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their fantasy pick'em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on their stat projection. Then you do what all of us do every Saturday or Sunday. Sit your ass down and watch all the games. See how you're doing. All right. Uh, you can win up to 20 times the amount of money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you could win real money. People. Uh, I could tell you a dog that I think is live and it's a juicy dog. I think the Eastern Michigan Eagles are a live dog when they head to Minneapolis to take on the Gophers and the Greek pellet gun. All right. Uh, so watch along. Make your picks and maybe just win a little cash over at Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Once again, that's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, it is time. Folks, we have a, a golden slate of games. I know everyone's going to be watching the NFL game tonight, but the real ones, the real ones will be watching the NFL game and, and a game. The Murray State Racers at the Louisville Cardinals. A game that's been happening since 1927 when the NFL was just two years old. Beautiful. Right? Just Beautiful. two years old. So, look, I love it. Lions, Chiefs, I want to see it. But at the same time, you know, I'm going to be, I, I'm, I'm excited to see a little Kentucky in-state battle. The Racers. Now, my critique of this week of college football is that we needed a lot more weekday games. 100%. That's, that's coming later on in the season, but so that means we only have one game Thursday night. That means we have a showdown lineup. Should we jump right in? Yes, and we invite you to come play DFS with us. You can follow us on on Twitter at TCE on SGPN or NC Nick who who tweets these out uh, at NC underscore underscore NICK. So come play with us. It's only a couple bucks. We're not we're not trying to steal your money. It's just kind of trash talking rights, and you know maybe you can get some beer money out of it. Uh, looking at this game. Murray State, um, the Racers, they are coming off a 41-10 win against the Presbyterian Blue Hose. Uh, and, and Louisville coming off, of a, coming off of a win, you know, against uh, Georgia Tech on, uh, on that Friday night uh, a week ago. Uh, so you have two teams, 1-0. Now, Murray State used multiple quarterbacks a week ago. Something to note. They used three different quarterbacks through passes in their 41-10 win. So you got to wonder. You're a little concerned there, but... Who are you going with at the captain spot, man? Well, uh, real quickly, the over-under is 56 and a half, and Louisville is favored by 43 and a half. So, uh, roughly speaking, Vegas thinks this game is going to be 50 to 6. So, I think um, it goes without saying, you want to roster more Louisville Cardinals than Murray State Racers. And I left 2.7K on the table. So, he wasn't my first choice for captain, but since I had all the money and then some, I moved up to Jack Plummer, captain. See, this is this is my thing, and I obviously I have Jack Plummer as my, on my in, a, in our fantasy football league, and I, I think he's a stud. But you got to get creative when it's when it's uh, a, a, what the the spread on this is like forty two points. So like uh, you got to get really creative on how like are they? If I'm Jeff Brown, I'm gonna pull Plummer by halftime if if things are going out the the way you think it's gonna go. 
So you get creative. That's, that's my shot at doing this. Uh, I, so I ended up thinking, okay, where are they most dominant against, against Murray state? And I think it's on the offensive line. So as my captain, and I also feel like everyone's going to take Jack Plummer uh, to, to, as their captain. So I went up with uh, Jahar Jordan, their running back that had 96 yards and a touchdown, 13.7 yards, a rush a week ago in Atlanta. So I know that they might pull him too. So we're, you know, it's a little bit of, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I think usually a quarterback, even in a blowout will play three quarters, unless it's as, as ugly as like Oregon, Portland state last week. Uh, so if I get three quarters out of Jack Plummer, I'm feeling pretty good. And I also roster Jawar Jordan, but not in my captain chair. And my issue with him is that it is what a three headed monster in that Louisville backfield. So even if he plays three quarters, he's only getting a third of those carries because they were divided up pretty equally against Georgia tech. He got seven carries last week. Uh, Maurice Turner got seven and Isaac Garendo, the former Wisconsin Badger got six. So I see your point. A lot of times against these, these lesser opponents, the big, the bigger schools can just run the ball down their throat. So I think Jordan's in store for a good game, but ultimately I did not have him in my captain chair. Uh, so, I mean, I, I did have Jack Plummer as well, so I could play the music, but on, on, on a, on a one, did you roster any other Louisville running backs? Yeah. I went with the Wisconsin transfer as well. Guriendo, because, uh, the fact that I think both running backs are going to see a lot of play, but Jahar Jordan is their home run threat. So I put him as the captain. That was my philosophy there. I have, uh, play only... the music because yeah. I have Guriendo also not to I... cut you off. Let's go. Let's go. I have Jack Plummer too. So you didn't do Jordan though, did you? <laughs> No, Jordan's in my lineup also. Oh, so we have the same team. Uh, folks. So far. Okay. Uh, wide receiver position. Look, I had a lot of money left over, so I actually went back in. But my top price guy is uh, Jamari Thrash. I, I originally didn't roster him, but I had so much money left over that I was like, wait, let me just go get Jamari Thrash, even though I think he could be benched by, by halftime. Uh, former Georgia State transfer is a stud. This guy's a stud. Seven for 88, two touchdowns a week ago. Uh, what'd you do here? And you notice that was almost all in the second half. He had a very quiet first half at halftime. Brom, you know, he's, I mean, he must have saw something. And I think that relationship, that quarterback receiver relationship really took off in the second half. So I definitely uh, rostered Jamari Thrash as well. He got nine targets, which led the Louisville receivers a week ago. I think you have to fit him in there somewhere. Yeah. And then like my fantasy football team, and I was telling you about this guy last week. If you watch Jackson State and Deion Sanders a year ago, uh, they had a receiver named Kevin Coleman. That was a stud. He didn't follow him to Colorado. He got a bag of cash and went to Louisville, right? Uh, this is a guy that is, is really cheap. You know, even last week he was super cheap. He was like three K last week. Now it's bumped up to fit 5,600, but this is guy that's going to be playing the slot position where Rondell Moore, you know, at, at Purdue a few years ago, put up crazy numbers. They find creative ways to, to get him the ball. This guy's a home run threat. Anytime he touches the ball, especially if you watch that celebration bowl, he's the one that popped off in that celebration bowl a year ago with Dion as they took on North Carolina central. Uh, so at 56 K or 5,600, I took, uh, I took uh, Kevin Coleman. What'd you do? Did you have him? I did the same. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> you got it. We have the same roster, right? Well, see, so here's the deal. I mean, Huggins, Bruce, the other Louisville receiver is more expensive. Uh, he got six targets last year or last week, but only went three for 18. Meanwhile, Kevin Coleman only got four targets, but he went three for 66 and a touchdown. So obviously he did more with his opportunities. So I think Plummer might look in his direction more so than Huggins Bruce. 
So that's why I completely agree with you. So, so far we have the same five players, just a different captain. Here's where I think we'll probably differ because I went bottom of the barrel for only 1.4K. No, you have to roster. We have the same team. Oh, we have the same on. team. Uh, uh, 1.4K, <laughs> I'm assuming you're going with the starting running back for those Murray State Racers, and that is uh, Jawad Northington, right? Yeah, exactly. And again, there's a bit of a, well, there's actually four running backs got burned last week for Murray State. And Northington is the least expensive one, but he got the most carries. Yeah. He didn't score a touchdown. That's the only difference from last week. They had a guy, Cortez Jones, went three carries, 12 yards, a touchdown. A guy, Galbraith, had a touchdown. But Northington, I think think he's going to get the most volume. So I don't know why he was lower priced. So, yes, I went Juwan Northington. So we have the same lineup, just different captains, which makes it pretty damn easy for our side bet here. Whoever wins the captain. Jordan Plummer. Whoever has more captain points. Plummer versus uh who'd you do oh, george yeah, yeah plumber versus jordan yeah. right so a bottle of bourbon right, on the line it. now look look i look people are wondering why didn't i roster murray state's quarterback because they used three of them a week ago you know and none of them i mean i guess eric phoenix was four or five 24 yards of completion but i just can't count on that against a louisville defense that i think will be improved week by week as they get more familiar with rod english's defense uh, I would have rostered all six Louisville Cardinals if you could, but you have to you have to grab at least one guy from the other team, and and unfortunately we we settled on the same one. So I guess I was lying when I said we'd have more differences when we start DFS. <laughs> well, let's jump over to the Friday slate. So fr- so Friday, uh, folks, uh, it's a pretty it's a pretty nice lineup. Just two games, but still nice in my opinion. You get the Battle of Indiana, Indiana State, uh, uh, you know, taking on Indiana, where former. Legendary uh, Hoosier head coach Bill Mallory, I think, rest in peace. But his son Kurt Mallory is at Indiana State, so he's taken on Indiana. They're, they're old rivals. They've been playing since 1925. That game going on at the same time you're getting Illinois and Kansas, a game that dates back to 1892. Uh, as as uh, you know, Jalen Daniels going to get his first start of the season. I, I've heard that's officially being reported now. Uh, but you have Brett Bielma and Illinois coming off of a close win against the Toledo Rockets. Uh, so those are the two games on the Friday slate. There is a, an FCS game. Unfortunately, draft DraftKings hasn't covered that, but they should, if you're real swift, check out the FCS game as well. Uh, but here we go. Who's your captain? Well, um, it's not a captain. Yeah, no captain. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who's your, uh, did you go two quarterbacks? I did. And you know, even though I've been burned so far early this season, taking players with injury tags, you know, I, 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 I rostered Curtis Rourke. In week zero, he got out early in the first quarter. I, um, I, I rostered Antoine Wells, a South Carolina receiver. He got hurt in the first half or, or re-injured in the first half, was pulled. So I'm going to do it again, though, and I'm going to go Jalen Daniels, 7.5K. You know he's my boy. He's my fantasy quarterback, too. I mean, he, he by far has the highest upside. This guy could put up 40 fantasy points. I know right now everyone's talking Caleb Williams, Shador Sanders, and, and rightfully so. Not trying to shit on those guys or Michael Penix or whoever, but Jalen Daniels didn't play week one. He's going to be putting up stats. I think, you know, on par, if not better than some of those guys. Now he is playing uh, Illinois defense. That was number one in the nation a year ago. Ryan Walters, their defense coordinator takes the Purdue job and Toledo was able to get some yards on more yards than I thought on, on Illinois and Illinois went out and hired Jim Leonard, who I thought would make a difference. Maybe he makes a difference in this game. Uh, former Wisconsin interim head coach and obviously New York Judd and Baltimore Raven. Uh, 
I, I, my second quarterback, I went with Luke Altmaier. I stayed in the same game. Instead of me going, you know, Indiana State got blanked against Eastern Illinois in their week one FCS game. Now, granted, they didn't start their starting quarterback. That's probably why they got blanked so that you could find some value in the Sycamores quarterback. But also, in general, uh, you know, and you have Jackson, the Indiana Hoosiers starting quarterback, but he's only had one start in his career. I understand they're playing an FCS. I still think, though, the smarter play, Kansas's defense was terrible last year. I do think it'll be slightly improved, but I still don't think it's going to be a good defense. So I think you play Altmaier at 6,400, and you play Jalen Daniels. What'd you do here? Actually, Jackson did not start last week. Brendan Sorsby That's right. did. That's he, right. That's he right. Didn't, yeah. He didn't look very good against Ohio State. So they've already said Taven Jackson, the Tennessee transfer, is starting for Indiana. And actually, that's who I went with. I understand the Altmaier play. I decided to roll the dice a little bit more in which should be a juicier matchup because Indiana should be able to put up some points on the Sycamores. And, you know, you do have the dual threat abilities of Taven Jackson. So... Uh, I'm glad we differ on the quarterback position. Finally. Well, the running back position. Uh, did you go with three backs? Cause I did. No, I'll only two. Okay. There we go. We're getting a lot of contrast and here. We're about to play the music though, because I think everybody and their moms are going to roster Devin Neal at 6.3 K. You are darn right. He is one of the better running backs. Now here's the thing. Kansas. They got running backs, man. So, you know, I only, I only rostered last week. I rostered two and they both treated me pretty decently, uh, but they, they, they have he they have McDuffie, the former uh, Georgia tech running back. So they got, th- but Neil is the stud. Neil, Neil is the, the is, is the number one. So I think you want Neil 6,300. That's I probably, you know, the, the home run running back get, uh, I didn't go with any of the other Kansas backups. Did you? No, I didn't. I mean, but Neil is fresh off of a 26.9 fantasy performance in a game where three other Kansas running backs also got rushing touchdowns. I think in a more competitive matchup, he gets more of those carries. They're not going to feed all those guys that much. So I, I, I do love the Neil play, uh, but he is the only Jayhawk I rostered. Now, I think it makes sense, even though uh, the fighting line, I did not have a very effective ground game week one where actually Altmaier was their leading rusher. But I, I, I believe I trust Bilma to get that rectified. So my second running back is Reggie Love for 4.4K. Too easy of a play here. Kansas, what, what was the biggest problem with Kansas a year ago? The, the run defense and they gave up a ton of big plays. Well, I think they'll be a tiny bit better, but I still think they're going to, they're going to give up a lot of opportunities and Brett Bielma. I think, you know, if he go, goes back and watches the tape against Toledo, he doesn't like seeing his quarterback as leading rusher. He doesn't like the fact they had to throw the ball that much. I know Brett Bielma football and I think Reggie loves 4,400 value play. Great play for this week. Uh, and the question is either love or McCray, the two Illinois running backs. Uh, some people might take McCray because he put up more fancy points last week. He had 11 carries for 30 yards and a touchdown. It's really just because he got the touchdown. Love went 12 carries for 63 yards. So again, he did more with his touches. He just was unlucky and didn't get the touchdown. So I do like Love over McCray this week. Yes, yes, agreed. Uh, my, my, so I have a third running back. You don't. And maybe I can sway Correct. you into taking one here because, look, Indiana State, this game could get ugly. If I mean, they threw three pick sixes pretty much. I know it was technically two on the stat sheet, but the, the third one, he went to the one yard line. Uh, so basically three picks. Eight. So it could get ugly, even though it's a in-state ra- rival, little brother against big brother. Uh, but when I see Christian Turner, former wake forest, I love them at wake. 
He transfers into Indiana. Remember what Kenneth Walker did at Michigan State uh, after after being at Wake with Dave Clawson for for so many years. Now I, I know you look at the stats. You say, well, Jalen Lucas had the most rushes last last week, eleven for twenty four. Uh, but that that's not a good stat line. Two point two yards of rush. I know you're playing Ohio State's defense, and and they're supposed to be improved with Jim Knowles and everything. But Christian Turner actually had their highest yards per average. He had their longest rush of the game. I think he gets more. And even if he doesn't start, which I think he still might start, they might be up by so much that he gets reps because of that. And uh, if they're up by a lot, they're gonna, what are they going to do? They're going to try to run the clock. Tom Allen is a uh, former Indiana high school coach. So uh, I believe he'll keep it classy against Indiana State and not try to run up the score as far as passing. I think they'll run the rock. So Christian Turner at 6K. What do you think of that play? I think it makes a lot of sense. I was a little, I was kind of turned off from the Hoosier backfield because I didn't, I wasn't sure who's going to get the carries. You know, it's probably going to be close to an equal split between Turner and Lucas, but also with Taven Jackson starting the game, I think the quarterback is going to absorb some of those carries. So I wasn't sure how many times Turner was going to touch the ball, but matchup wise, it makes a ton of sense. And basically what it came down to, he was what, 6K? Yeah. Let me let me ask you this question. Do you have money left over? Uh, do I have money left over? I have $300. Oh, that's it. Okay. Well, you couldn't have rushed this guy, but I decided to lean more towards the Indiana passing attack cuz and I'm done with running back. So my my top receiver, actually was he my most expensive? Yes, he was. Is Cam Camper, the wide receiver one on Indiana. Got a roster, all right? With a name like yeah. Cam Camper. Come on. So yeah, I'm there. Indiana might've only thrown for 82 yards last week, but camper still had three for 35. This guy is a very good receiver. He's just played on a team with, with poor quarterbacks. Uh, Last year against the fighting Illini, he went 11 for 156 against Cincinnati. He went 10 for 126. So he's capable of having big games. If he can get a quarterback that can get him the damn ball. I think against Indiana state that will happen. So uh, yeah, smart move taking camper. We're in agreement there. Uh, so, okay. The, so that's my top wide up my second. And this is one you got to pay attention. You really need to pay attention to the injury report because look, I'm a football guy and anyone named Grimm shout out to the, to the former hog Russ Grimm. All right. In the pro football hall of fame, uh, Luke Grimm, 5,700. I think he has a bounce back week. Uh, he didn't necessarily light it up last week, but once again, they're playing Missouri state. I think this game will be closer, which means they'll have more, more. The starters will be in longer, uh, pay attention though. He's questionable, but I think at 5,700, I actually think it's a, it's a pretty good value play there. So, uh, what are you doing here? Well, I wasn't willing to roll the dice with another guy with an injury tag. So I did not roster Luke Grimm. Uh, two of the guys I did roster are the other receivers on Kansas. So that's Lawrence Arnold for six K and Quentin Skinner for 5.2 K. I like him. I'm sorry. No, hold on. I didn't roster those guys. Yeah, I did. I'm a little <laughs> confused here. Uh, I thought for a second, I, I, I squeezed in Mason Fairchild, the tight end, but no, I pivoted off Fairchild cause I had the money and I went Skinner and, uh, and Arnold. And I like those plays even more. If your guy Grimm is hurt. Okay. So yeah, I mean, obviously you got to pay attention to that if you're going to play Grimm, you got to pay attention right up to, you know, the kick. Because you don't want to see your only Kansas wide receiver. Yes. Okay. Um, so I only have one guy left. Me too. Who's your guy? 
Well, look, I want people to realize that Indiana state got blanked by Eastern Illinois in week one in that rivalry game. But you know, they have uh, the former freshman quarterback of the year in the Missouri Valley, which is a really good FCS conference and Cade chambers. He missed that game. I, I think he might play this game. And if so, I like his security blanket. And, and even last week, this guy still had six catches for 70 yards in Dakota Caton. Uh, so at 4,300 value shot people, especially if Indiana's up big, guess what they're going to do? doesn't matter what quarterback's in Indiana state's going to be throwing the ball, trying to catch up in Dakota Caton six for 70 a week ago. I think there's some value in Dakota Caton. Um, did you not have a sycamore on your roster? I did not. But I do understand the play game, game script wise. They will probably be playing from behind and passing often. I don't really trust Indiana to have like an excellent defense either. So that makes sense. But no, my last receiver is back to the fighting Illini, Isaiah Williams for 5.5K. I think it remains to be seen who Altmeyer's favorite target will be. Uh, Bryant went six for 59 and two touchdowns on seven targets last week, where Williams actually led the team with nine targets but just had that five or 51 stat line. I think uh, maybe that's reversed this week. And I think Isaiah Williams might have the better game. So that's the direction I went. See, I thought about that. And my only concern was Kansas has a really stud cornerback. He was all big 12 a year ago. And Co- his name's Kobe Bryant. Uh, another Kobe Bryant besides the Cincinnati corner and obviously the former Laker. Um, but, you know, would Kansas man up and let everybody else beat you? And have him on Williams. Maybe no. Well, he could he he could be on Bryant. Bryant had the better yeah. game last week. And Kansas not known for playing man because normally they kind of like with Leipold and I think what's made Kansas so good so fast is they kind of have a bend but don't break defense. They kind of sit back. Yes, you get points, but you know they're counting on you to mess up. Uh, but Kobe Bryant, a very good corner, probably the best defender on the Kansas Jayhawks. Something to pay attention to. Uh, what's our bet here? You know, when we're going through there, nothing really stood out unless you just want to go, and I don't feel great about it, but if you want to go Altmeyer versus Jackson, our two our two differences yes. on quarterbacks. Yes, I All feel right. great about this one. Let's I go. don't, but you know what? I'm a gambling man. There we go, folks. Bottle of bourbon on the line. David Jackson. Related to Trace Jackson Davis. People didn't know that. Former Indiana Hoosier power forward. Um, against Luke Altmeyer, former Ole Miss Rebel. Let's go. Uh, let's hop on over to the Saturday morning slate. I'm pumped up for this slate, man. Um, I'm curious. To, uh, what do you think of the the morning slate compared to the night slate? Yeah, I think the night slate is actually probably my favorite lineup, but I feel pretty good about this one too. So, uh, yeah. Did you go two quarterbacks? I did. I did. And I feel a pretty lot of good. different directions. Yeah. We could have went here. I'm curious as to who you, who you ultimately decided on. Uh, well, the most expensive quarterback I have is uh Shador Sanders. I think, you know, everyone's saying when well, Nebraska's defense looks super impressive. Look, they did. Who were they playing? Yeah. They played <laughs> a, a, an awful offense from a year ago. And that offense that lost Muhammad Ibrahim, that lost Tanner Morgan, that lost, what was the stud receiver's name? I can't, I'm drawing a blank right now, but he's, all those guys are gone. Now they still have span Ford. They still have uh, the, the other wide out that tears his ACL. Yeah. Every week. And, uh, but the, 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 
I don't think that offense really pops. They were they were a, they were a terrible offense last year. So I think and they were replacing a lot of key pieces. So I think Nebraska's defense kind of fools you a little bit. Now I still think if you're if, if you're a Nebraska fan, you're happy to see that progress holding a team to 13 points on the, at their home stadium. But this is a, a this is a, a horse of another color here. This is just uh, this offense. You saw it, and, and there's a reason why I was all over the Colorado Buffaloes. I thought the skill position levels, you know, the players, the wideouts, Jimmy Horn, Xavier Weaver, uh, Travis Hunter, those three, and and there's a fourth that that didn't even play. But then you add in the the running back positions with with Edwards out of the backfield, and also I think this week you're going to see Alton McCaskill, former AAC Freshman of the Year. Uh, I just think this this is a bad matchup for N- Nebraska. The way that they, uh, the way that going from Minnesota to Colorado is like going from a different planet, you know, to a different planet. So uh, I'm all over Shador Sanders here, and I think you might even see him uh, run a little bit more this week. Well, I think that's one of the fascinating things about this this uh, Saturday main slate is that what do you do with the Colorado Buffaloes, and even even larger than that, what do you do with a lot of the players that put up big time stats week one that are pretty at, at pretty cheap prices. I mean, Sanders is not at a cheap price, but there's a lot of guys on the slate who put up like 20, 25, 30 fantasy points and you can get them really cheap. So the trick will be trying to figure out which of those guys were flashing the in the pans. Maybe it was just matchup based. Maybe they're playing, you know, an, an FCS opponent and what players have that kind of sustainable, you know, they can produce like that every week. That's going to be the tricky thing. I think Sanders will have a fine game, but I did not roster him. Uh, well, who did you roster as your top quarterback then, buddy? I went to uh, South Beach, but I went the A&M side. Your guy, Connor Wegmans, it's a, it's a, it's a great grocery store. And um, actually, I, I really love the A&M receivers. I think they got... A, at least three guys who are absolutely dynamite. And oh, yeah. I think this passing attack for AM is going to do, there's going to be so much better than their offense last year. And I think that's going to start with them winning, beating Miami and putting up a nice um, offensive output. So I went Wegman for nine K. I can't disagree with that play because uh, I mean, like, like you said, what Musa Muhammad's son, Evan Stewart, you know, uh, Anina Smith, all those guys, uh, studs and they're all being the NFL. So I think it's a good play. Um, and maybe, maybe we'll have our, our, our bourbon here, but, uh, cause what was the difference in price? 9k to what? 9.4k. Was that Sanders? I think so. I think, uh, let me see here. Yeah, it was, but I, I yeah. couldn't roster Sanders. So, okay. I think maybe we hold off and see if any <laughs> other bets, uh, pre- present themselves. Who is your second quarterback? Uh, Assuming I, you have two. Yes. I'm taking you to a, a line that I don't understand. And, um, Blacksburg, Virginia, I understand it, it, the, the crowd gets lit, but I don't know how good Virginia tech is. I, 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 they're kind of an enigma. They didn't for three quarters. They didn't look as good as I thought they would against old dominion. Then in the fourth, they did open it up and I was you know somewhat impressed by, by their closing performance, I should say, but Hudson card, I mean, I think he can play. I mean, the guy ran, the guy ran on uh, what's or he would do what 17 of 30, 254 against Fresno. And I actually think he, his stats would have been a lot better had they not had a uh, Purdue had a defensive touchdown and a kick return. So he didn't get the ball as often as he should have. So uh, I think his numbers go up now a little bit worried about the, the noise, but I think Hudson cards a stud. I think he's the best player on the field when this matchup happens. So I, I took Hudson card at six K. 
I like it. I was entertaining uh, putting him in my roster. I did not do it. Uh, in general, I spent up at the quarterback position because I thought there were so many you know, good options, cheap options at running back and receiver. So I like the play. I'm a little worried about going into lane, you know, facing Virginia Tech. Who I don't know. I mean, at least historically has a good defense. I don't know if they do anymore. But um, I like the play. But I went with my guy, with Patty C's favorite quarterback ever, Michael Pratt for 8.8K. In a home game against Ole Miss, where I think Tulane is ready and 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 is so and very eager to to face an SEC opponent and possibly come up with an upset, and and if that does happen, that means that Michael Pratt has a huge game. I didn't have the money, but obviously Michael Pratt uh, is a stud, and he was man I, as someone that took South Alabama last week. Tulane looked really good, and Pratt was like, I don't even know his final stat line, but at one point he was like, I feel like you know, 18 of 19, four touchdowns. You're like South Alabama had a really good defense a year ago. So Tulane, super impressive. I like that play. Uh, running back wise. Did you go with three backs? Cause I did. I only went two again. So, uh, you know, one thing I noticed last week and I, I don't have the, any stats to back this up, but it seemed like a lot of the top teams when they were playing inferior opponents, the passing attacks went more wild than the rushing attacks did. Maybe that's just, shows you how football is trending in 2023. But no, for the, so for the second straight lineup, I went four receivers and only two running backs. So who's your first? Uh, my top price running back is Dylan Edwards. He had four touchdowns a week ago. Now I, I am a little bit, cause uh, like I said, uh, that McCaskill, I think is going to play former AAC freshman of the year. Didn't play last week, but at the same time, I just think Edwards is a matchup nightmare. Uh, this is a guy that kind of reminds me of Darren Sproles and the fact that you saw them just utilize that against TCU. You look at this Nebraska defense. I think their weakness, you can make a case defensive line, maybe the linebacker position and how can you get creative on beating them? I think it's Dylan Edwards in the passing game. So uh, knowing that he's going to get some rushes as well. And obviously the, the Colorado rushing attack wasn't dynamic a, a week ago, but they used the short passing game as their rushing attack. And that's why I think you got to play Dylan Edwards or even McCaskill, because I think that's their plan is to utilize their run game is basically going to be a little dink and dunks. So I'll play the music, my friend, because I agree with everything you just said. Let's go. Dylan Edwards. No, the uh, 46.9 fantasy points is not repeatable, but I love how they get him involved in the passing game. So I'm with you there. Yes. And uh, so my second running back, uh, let's stay talking Colorado Buffaloes. Cause there was a guy a couple of years ago for the Colorado Buffaloes. Once again, everyone thinks Deion Sanders. Oh, how could he, he brought in 70 players. This is disgusting. No, well, Colorado the year before the year before had, had gotten basically all their players stolen. Uh, Christian Gonzalez starting corner goes to Oregon first round draft pick uh, in the NFL. Uh, Mark Perry, starting safety, played in the national championship with TCU. Brendan Rice, son of Jerry Rice, transfers over to USC. I mean, all these players transferred out of Colorado, so they got hit, so they had to adapt right away. And one of those players that did transfer is the starting running back for uh, the Tulane Green Wave. Uh, so I'm going to take a shot on uh, that. Now, he did change his name from year to year, but I know him as a shot, a shot Clayton. Now it's shoddy Clayton Johnson. Uh, look, he only had four rushes for 11 yards a week ago. I know Makai Hughes got more carries same with Shedro Lewis, but I think Clayton Johnson's going to be the guy. And especially against a Ole Miss defense where I think you can get yardage Tulane returns their entire offensive line. 
I like this. So at forty nine k or forty nine hundred, I think you you ride in with uh with with one of the two lane backs that will be getting a, a, a ton of carries this game. Hmm, interesting play because a lot of guys got carries for two lane last week, and actually the the player who ran the most was a quarterback Michael Pratt. So. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm, maybe you're from, more familiar with him than me. I just I'm, I'm staying away from that two lane backfield until I see more of it and how it's going to shake out. So a uh, little iffy on that play, but maybe you're ahead of the curve. Uh, now I, I rostered a guy who was priced. I think it's a mistake. I think Rasheen Ali for 4.8 K is absolutely ridiculous. The problem is, is I think the ECU defensive line is really good. I like. I think that is the best unit on East Carolina. So that's fair. I, you yeah. know, last night I was saying that they actually limited the Michigan running game, you know, to what, 130 yards under four yards per carry. But I don't care I, if I see a running back like Rashina Lee for less than 5K. I mean, he's going to get like 20 touches. He's probably going to find pay dirt at least once. He, it, this might not be his best game of the season, but for 4.8K, come on now. So Rashina well, Lee all day. And if that, that's a side bet for you, your guy from Tulane against. Rasheen Ali. No, no, no. I, 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 no, 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 no. This is our side bet. This is our side bet. Okay. Marlon Gunn, the running back for ECU against that Mar same game. Let's stick in the same game. ECU, ECU taking or hosting uh, the Marshall Thundering Herd. That's an old rivalry. Um, and I, I was not impressed with Marshall against Albany, right? Great Danes almost won that thing. Now I know you can say uh, Albany is a pass first team. You go back and watch the Fordham game from week one. They're a pass first team now. So they only ran for 39 yards, a leading rusher, but I think there's opportunity there. And I, I thought the passing attack of Marshall, not very good. I think ECU is going to load the box, make uh Fancher, the, the quarterback of Marshall beat you. And I don't, I don't know that he can. And on the other side, I think ECU is going to play both quarterbacks and they're going to rely on the run game, which I think after pl playing Michigan, they're going to have some success against the Marshall thundering herd and Marlon Gunn just 4,200. What do you say? Battle uh, bottle of bourbon on the line for this one. Bring it on, bring it on all day. I, I once again, another timeshare. Let's go. Nah, but he's, he's their stud, man. He, I know Harris gets carries. Has Harris bond gun. You're, you're, you're buying timeshares. Well, I got a thoroughbred with Rashid Ali here. Dude, gun I got is, a bell cow gun passes the test. He's, he's marrying butts 2.0. All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> Receiver. So wait, that, that's all of our running backs, right? Correct. Okay. Wide receiver wise, wide receiver wise, uh, my top guy, and you know, I'm going to play this guy. Um, he had a, he had a fantastic game. He is on my fantasy team and uh, it's Jimmy horn. Cause this dude is a stud. This dude is a stud. I, I, uh, what did I do with my stats from a week ago? He had like 11 catches a week ago. I feel like at a touchdown. And I actually think if you look back at that film playing TCU, he should have had more. He should have had more. They missed him on a deep ball. Um, I think he's actually the best wide out that Colorado has. And I think they're going to get, they're going to get there. So 7,400, give me Jimmy Horn Jr. What are you doing here? You're putting all the chips into the table on, uh, on Colorado and ECU, your two favorite teams. <laughs> what, could, what could go wrong? <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I rostered Connor Wegman, so you know I'm stacking him with the best receiver on AM. I was just speaking so fondly of those receivers, and uh, I think you rostered him last week. And uh, I'm going Evan Stewart, 7.1K, coming off that game, eight for 115 and two touchdowns. Didn't even play the whole game. Yeah. So I think uh, Evan, Evan Stewart is, is one of the best receivers in the country.
He is. He is. When I went to uh, me stacking the money green and Kramer went to that A&M game, he jumped off screen. First first time I sat down and said, who's that? Who's that wide out? Oh, it's that five star. Um, my second wide out, I'm taking you back to the great city of New Orleans and the two-lane green wave because uh, Jaquan Jackson had three for 106. Whoop! Only 35 yards of catch, a little over 35 yards of catch. Um, uh, look, I think this game is going to be high scoring. I know uh, they bring in Pete Golding, the former Alabama defensive coordinator at Ole Miss, but I, with Pratt, I'm telling you, they're going to get theirs. So Jaquan Jackson at 6K. What are you doing here? It, interesting. Um, I'm going to go with maybe the the uh, favorite target of Hudson Card, the quarterback you roster. I'm going to go Deion Burks for only 4.8K. He went four for 152 and two touchdowns. Also a pretty good you know, yards per catch average. Uh, he had nine targets on the day. He also drew two pass interferences. So his day could have even been bigger against Fresno last week. So I think he is criminally underpriced. He's one of those guys where it's like, all right, can he do this every game or is it a flash in the pan? But I'm going to gamble on Deion Burks to at least have another solid game, especially at that low price point. Wow. Okay. And so I only got, I only got one more player left. You? I got two, so let me go ahead. And just $100 more, uh, less expensive than Deion Burks, I'm going to take you to who I think Devin Leary's favorite target is at Kentucky. Dane Key is 4.7K. Last week, he got seven targets, went five for 96 and a touchdown. Another easy matchup for Kentucky. I don't see why he can't do more of the same for another low price. Hey, Holmes, I wonder what great Dane tastes like. Remember that? Uh, shout out to Up and Smoke. But uh, yeah, Dane Key, let's go. Uh, I think you got to work on your, your yeah, teach impression yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But I know what you're talking yeah, about. I, I'm working on it, man. I'm, I'm working on it every day, practicing in front of the mirror. Uh, folks, uh, look, I got one more player left, and I'm taking you to Greenville, North Carolina, baby. Look, and, oh my and, and you, 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 think, you think I'm going to fade my boys? You know, Colorado plus 775 on the money line last week. I also took them plus 21. And you also look at what ECU did. ECU covered, baby. This is what they do. All right. So my boys have been treating me well for a long time, baby. Um, Jalen Johnson is a former Georgia Bulldog, and he's the starting wide receiver for ECU. Now, I know you look at last week, only three for 30 against Michigan, but that's Michigan's got very good defensive backs. And also our quarterback play was terrible against Michigan. So I think you look at the, uh, this week, I think both quarterbacks going to get reps. I've already seen, you know, Mason Garcia, Alex Finn, both going to get reps, but Jalen Johnson, he was at Georgia for a reason, folks. All right. So load up. I think he's going to scorch this thunder and her defense. Poffenberger was able to have success in the air. So, you know, damn well, the pirates are going to be able to do it as they are a live dog in Greenville. Uh, what do you think of this play? What was his price point? 4,600. Not bad. I, you know, if you have any money left over, I think I like the two guys I roster for 4.8 and 4.7 K better. I have $200 left over. So you could roster either of those guys. So I, I just, I trust the passing attacks with more established quarterbacks for those two schools, for the uh, receivers I took. Uh, and, and uh, so give me the 4,800 then that you have. I'm sorry. Who, who did you pay? Oh, the, yeah. oh okay. So that, that's Deion Burks. Purdue. <laughs> Bring it on buddy. Bring it on. Even though I have produced quarterback. Dude. <laughs> What's your guy's name again? Jalen Johnson, Georgia Burks, Bulldog transfer. Burks. For the East Carolina Jaylen Pirates, Johnson. yeah. Let's go. I like it. Another side bet. Let's All right, go. my Battle last guy. Bourbon. You know I like to squeeze a tight end into my roster whenever possible. 
And um, this guy, and, you know, if you if you got a rostered tight end, you might as well roster one of Iowa's tight ends. He sounds like he might be in the Backstreet Boys or an NSYNC, but Luke Lachey, son of for, Jim Lachey, for, we talked Shana, Russ, son of, we, we right. talked Russ Grimm. Now we got Luke Lachey, son <laughs> of Jim Lachey. If you know your if you know your football, he was another member of the Hogs, Washington Redskins, uh, amazing it. offensive line back in the the late eighties, early nineties. Uh, so yeah, he's, and, and he's underpriced at 4k week one. He went seven for 73 on nine targets. If a receiver has seven for 73 on nine targets, I think he's probably in the 5k range, not 4k. So I think he's being penalized just because he's a tight end. Give me Luke Lachey to uh, round out my lineup. I mean, you know, I love that play. I love that play. But the, the thing is they have two tight ends, Eric all and Lachey. Who's going to get, all, I mean, they, I they start. It, it, two it tight seems ends, like though. all is more the blocking tight end. I think he only had two catches last week, but I see your point. Uh, let's okay. So look, we have one more slate left. The Saturday night slate. This was my personal favorite slate. Um, did you That's do this? Did you do the same with uh, two quarterbacks? I did. And um, I had some money left over. So I was you know, kind of playing around with which quarterbacks I went with and I had some money left over. So I went with the most expensive. I went Bo Nix for 9.4 K. Wow. Okay. Uh, There's well, going to be some points in that Oregon, Texas tech well, matchup and you play them too. No, we got a battle oh. though. We got a battle. Oh. I didn't, I, I didn't have the battle music ready. Um, Nix versus Shuck. Shuck lost his starting spot to Nick's. So he transfers from Oregon that. to Texas Tech. <laughs> this is personal. You're going into Lubbock and you got the guy who beat me out allegedly. Oh, Tyler Shuck all day. Red Raiders going to pull that upset against the Oregon Ducks in Lubbock. You know I'm on the live dog there, and and we got this is this is going to be our this is going to be our bet, right? Yes, definitely. Bring it on, dude. Nix was 10.1 K last week. So I, I feel like I'm getting him for a bargain at 9.4 K just because he only put up like 25 fantasy points against Portland state. Cause he wasn't needed. He will be needed in this game. And I think the advantage he has over Shuck is that Nix will get points with his legs. He'll get rushing yards. He'll probably get a rushing touchdown. So I'll take that bet all day long. Look, Even it, if I, Texas tech wins. Yeah. Well, I mean, the difference is he's going to throw some interceptions and Tyler Shuck. It's personal, baby. All right. It's personal. My other quarterback is Chuck. Wasn't my most expensive by the way. So I'm, I'm wagering over here just because I, I believe in the guy that that's pissed <laughs> off, you know? All right. All uh, right. I'm taking you to, uh, to the likes of the Mike Leach bowl where they're honoring Mike Leach in Pullman, Washington, Cam Ward. Did, look, they went out and they hired uh, Ben Arbuckle at offensive coordinator. I thought one of the sneaky, great, Hires this offseason. Arbuckle was the offensive coordinator with Bailey Zappi. He was Zach uh, Kitley's right hand man. You go, you could track his days back to uh, Houston Christian or Houston Baptist, whatever they want to call themselves these days. And this guy's a stud. You look at his stat line against a Colorado State defense that was actually pretty good as the season went along last year. Cam Ward, 37 of 49, 451 yards, three touchdowns. He also had 40 yards rushing and another touchdown on the ground. He's a stud. When I watched that Buffalo, Wisconsin game, oh, Wisconsin, you want to go air raid? You want to do the Phil Longo, Mike Leach thing? Well, defense didn't really look that great against the Buffalo Bulls, in my opinion. Jim oh. Leonard's not there anymore. Yes. I think Wazoo's like going to beat him. I think they're going to put up some big numbers against him, too. I like to play a lot. I did not roster him, though, because I decided to, to spend up on Knicks, so I couldn't have two quarterbacks taking up that much of my cap. What I went with, I, you know, this guy's, 
I don't know. He's not my favorite player. Sometimes he's, he doesn't have that great of fancy output, but I think the matchup is right and the price is right. I went Talia Tagoviola, whatever his name is, the Maryland quarterback, obviously, for only 7.6K because they're playing Charlotte. And no. get your Biff Pogey shit That's out of here. That's where you're wrong. Biff Pogey is not messing around, buddy. And and look, told you, better watch out. Better watch out. You don't want to mess with Pogey. All right. Uh, especially <laughs> when he's back on, in his home state of Maryland. Let's go. Um, all right. Well, uh, running back wise, you know, I again, I only went two. I stayed with my formula. Yeah. Three, three backs, man. Three backs. So uh, who's your top dog? My top back uh, is Braylon Allen. I, they still ran the ball enough where I was impressed. I actually yeah, think the music. Okay. I think this is their area, like Wazoo. Jake Dickert runs that defense. I know their DC bounces down to Arizona State, but Dickert, defensive guy. So I think their defense will be fine, but I still believe how, if you're going to beat Wazoo, it's not in the air, it's on the ground. And I think Fickle knows yeah. that. And I don't love the matchup, but I think the price is right. And I think it's a bad slate for running backs. Uh, last year, when these two teams played in Madison, he only went 21 for 98, didn't find the end zone. But I think volume-wise, Allen is going to get his. And if he's under 7K, I think I think it makes sense to uh, roster him. Yeah. Uh, who's your second running back then? Ashton Genty. Let's go to the Smurf turf. <laughs> Underpriced at only 4.8K. Look, George Holani is a fine running back. He's he's solid, but really, I mean, this guy is emerging and surpassing Holani. You saw that last week, even if the Broncos didn't play Washington very well. He went 10 for 44 and a touchdown on the ground, went four for 109 and a touchdown through the air. Ashton Gentry is just a <laughs> dynamic playmaker. You know, it's funny because I got George Holani. Let's go. Ah, Let's go. Look, what, you look at the what stats. What was Holani's price? Uh, fifty one hundred. So, uh, side bet. Bring it on. Bring, bring it on. Look, G Genty got the score. Look at this. Ten for forty four against the Washington Huskies a week ago. Genty gets the, the touchdown, but Halani ten for fifty one. He had the uh, the better yards per carry, five point one yards a rush, and I believe. What did he do in the air? Uh, Genty, I know had four for one Oh nine 20, but that was one 50 yard touchdown, right? Or 60 yard touchdown, whatever it was. <laughs> and then Halani had just two for seven, but doesn't matter. I think how they beat UCF is with both backs, but I believe Halani, the veteran, the difference maker, baby. So let's go battle. I'm, of going, bourbon. I'm going upside, baby. I like it. Bring it Bring on. Bring it on. All that right, game's fantastic. So you have one more running back, right? I do. And I'm taking you back to Lubbock where I think uh, Taj Brooks, you know, he just had 11 carries, 39 yards for a touchdown. They run the air raid, right? But I also believe Oregon's defense, not the Oregon defense. It was, you know, four or five years ago. I think the, the defense, you know, we saw it. They gave up a lot of chunks of, of yardage, whether it was Penix, whether it was Stetson Bennett a year ago and one performance against Portland state only giving up seven. I'm not buying in yet. Dan Lanning's got a lot of work to do. They lose Christian Gonzalez. I think there's going to be opportunity for uh, Taj Brooks to score. I also think they'll probably get him more involved with the passing attack a year ago. People forget Wyoming returned 10 of 11 starters on the defensive side of the ball. That's why I was on the Wyoming Cowboys to beat Texas tech. I think Taj Brooks going to have a much bigger day at 5,400 against the ducks. Uh, that makes sense. Cause you stacked him with shucks. So I did the opposite. I went Bo Nix. So therefore I got the or Oregon duck receiver who I'm stacking. And I went uh, Troy Franklin for 6.6 K I mean, he, he's the top receiver for the Ducks. He went seven for 106 and two touchdowns last week. 
Last year, he had like 900 yards, nine touchdowns. So I think he's an obvious stack with Knicks. And I think uh, they're both in store for a big game. Speaking of stacks, uh, look, I, I love this Wazoo passing game. I, I'm in love with the Arbuckle hire. I actually think the more that I think about it, I'm talking myself into Wazoo being a contender to potentially play for the Pac-12 championship. Uh, wow. Look, I know Lincoln Victor had a dominating performance against Colorado State 11 for 168, but he didn't score. Josh Kelly is a guy that I know from his Fresno State days with Jake Hayner. He transfers into Wazoo, and I thought they did such a great job in the portal. Uh, so I loaded up on Josh Kelly at 5,300. And I, it, look, it's the air raid. Everyone's going to eat. But I think you might see, you know, Kelly have the bigger week or perhaps, you know, I know they have a slew of receivers with Carlos Hernandez, Cooper Mathers, and, uh, and uh, another guy that I'm playing. Speaking of stack, I took Kyle Williams. Kyle Williams just four for 31 and a touchdown last week. I think he bounces back. We saw this guy play at UNLV. He's a stud. I love their receivers in Pullman. I think they're a huge upgrade from a year ago, but I think Kelly for sure. One of the, one of the nation's more, more underrated wideouts. So I got Kelly and I also took Kyle Williams because I think he's going to start to emerge more and more. And what was Williams price? 5,400. He's actually more expensive wow, than Kelly. I don't understand it. I don't understand how he's yeah, more so expensive it, I, than I, Kelly. Yeah. It's hilarious that you bring up all these guys. Cause I rostered Lincoln Victor. <laughs> I'm telling yeah, you what Victor, action on this, on this offense, because they got the Bailey Zappy offense, man. Well, Victor is the cheapest at 4.7K. He had the most targets, 13, a whopping 13 targets. Going into week one, nobody was sure who the slot guy would be for Wazoo. And Ben Arbuckle's slot guys have been crazy, insanely productive. So I think Lincoln Victor, and you said he didn't score a touchdown last week. That, that sounds to me like, like positive touchdown regression. So if you want to bet another bur bottle of bourbon, I got Lincoln Victor over the other Wazoo receiver of your choice. Oh, let's battle with Josh Kelly against Lincoln Victor. Let's go. There we go. I mean, you're acting like Josh Kelly had a bad day. Seven for 97 and a touchdown. Bring it on. So, uh, Not neck too shabby. Neck. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, let's so that, that's my, so I only have one player left. Who, who, who? I got two. Yeah. So, let, so let me go ahead. Um, Xavier Worthy, 6.2K. Uh, I rostered the shit out of Worthy when he's priced between six and seven K, which for some reason he usually is, even though I think he's also one of the better receivers in the country. So, uh, I think Texas is going to have more success than you against Alabama. I think this is a ball game. It's going to go down to the wire. And I think Worthy is going to get his. I think it's, a, it's just a safe bet for 6.2. Can't trust Quinn Ewers on the road. That's what I've learned in college football so far. We'll see. What was he like? 15 of 70 at uh, in Stillwater. Uh, I'm being sarcastic, but uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, he's a very good wideout. It makes sense. But also Alabama is going to have their, their best corner on him. Should be fun to watch. Uh, my final player, I'm taking you back to the Smurf turf where I do think UCF, you know, you look and say, oh, they only gave up six points to, uh, to Kent State. Patty C was sold on that. Not me. Uh, I, I think Kent State is, is very bad. And I think Boise State's going to have a lot of offense against UCF. Uh, so when I look and I see one of the better, if you've watched Boise State over the years, uh, Stefan Cobbs is one of their better wideouts. I would say coming into the season, he's the guy you circle, especially after Latrell Caples got injured for the season. Uh, so Cobbs six for 56 a, a week ago, you know, I, I think he probably has a lot better of a day. Washington, obviously top 10 team now. And, and the fact they're back at home. So at uh, 5,300, I went with Stefan Cobbs. You solid, solid. I think, uh, I think you might want to roster Victor instead of Cobbs and go with, with three cougar receivers but it's that's not, up to you my last not a bad not not a bad idea <laughs> not a bad idea 
I like it. Uh, no, my, my last guy, I, di- I didn't have much money. Only 3.8K. You know, I told you last uh, lineup that I like to squeeze a tight end in where I can. And I'm going to take you to Maryland. This is my stack with uh, Talia. Uh, Corey Dykes. Now, you know him and C.J. Dupree were a great tight end combo last year. Dupree transfers to Alabama. And, you know, last year, the presence of both of those tight ends limited the upside for each of them. So with Dupree out of the picture, last week, Corey Dykes went six for 108 in a touchdown. I think, especially with some new receivers there, I think he's Talia's favorite target. And uh, I don't trust your boy Biff Pogey in the Charlotte 49ers. You just keep fading Biff Pogey. It's okay. I'm going to have to <laughs> let him know all of this, you know, uh, Team Pogey here. Uh, make You know, I'm telling you, the Charlotte defense going to keep the Terps in check a little bit. All right. Take the points and the clits. Let's go. Uh, folks, that's our show. We invite you to come play DFS. Once again, follow at TCE on SGPN and follow NC Nick's account at NC underscore underscore N I C K. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D and I'll also retweet that. So if you're having it, you're trying to find it, but we invite you to come play. All right. And we do this each and every week of the college football season. So stick around. Uh, and, and, if you're wondering about our picks episode, maybe you're just tuning in. We have a picks episode. We pick every single game. Check out that every single game all year long. We, uh, this is the college football experience. So subscribe. I also host the FCS college football experience every single Friday. We're going through every single FCS game. We pick it all when it comes to division one football. Uh, also host the college basketball experience and the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick. and check out the big 12 experience Moneyline Mac and company doing great work over there. Uh, we have all those are separate podcasts. Subscribe to all of them. Just subscribe away. All right. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe over there. Also hop on over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review uh, and check out the sports gambling podcast. Not only did they break down all 32 NFL teams, but they're picking every single NFL game. And obviously they, they just dropped a, an episode talking about tonight's action. So right now, if you're listening live, you want a little, a little, little edge on the lions chiefs matchup. And then all those games on Sunday and Monday, Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. They're always doing it. Get the SGP app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. Uh, and come talk college football with us in the Discord. Maybe you want to talk about your team. Maybe you want to talk about your DFS roster. All right? SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. Check it all out, folks. Until next time, this is the College Football Experience DFS style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.